for your audience and for everybody out there. This is something that everybody needs to pay attention to because they're implementing the new digital blockchain payment system so that we can learn what they've done and how we can circumvent this so that we can continue to live free. Because if we don't, Sarah, this will in fact enslave every person on earth. Carbon 60 or C60 first gained notoriety back in 2012 from a study that increased the lifespan of rats by a whopping 90%. Since that breakthrough study, scientists have conducted thousands of studies showing C60 not only has a very real potential exciting lifespan, but also has been shown to be better than any other substance ever studied to reduce inflammation, eliminate free radicals, provide powerful antioxidants, and more. After the famous rat study, scientists at Live Longer Labs realized a human, not industrial, formula needed to be made. That's when they set out to be the first lab in the world to focus on what is best for human consumption of C60. This led Live Longer Labs to pioneer a high-quality, 99.9% pure C60 refined without solvents in oils that work best for humans, and that is black seed oil. Look it up yourself. Black seed oil has been known as a universal healer for millennia, and more modern studies confirmed its benefits as a potent antioxidant and for anti-inflammation. Simply, it's not like other oils. It's better. To try this amazing product, go to sarahwestall.com under shop. Remember, members of Ebeneer save 10%, and all listeners can save 5% using the coupon found at sarahwestall.com under shop. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have Kent Lewis coming to the program. He's a friend of mine, and we've become friends over the years as we've been trying to figure out what's been going on. He has created two cryptocurrencies. He has a platform called freedom.social, and he has really learned a lot uh, about the way the world functions, and he dives deeper than anyone I know. He just did a presentation at the Red Pill Expo. In the past, he's brought things forward, and he's gotten slammed by people in the you know, different communities, cryptocurrency communities, and he ended up being right on a lot of things. Well, right on the things that he was slammed on. And he was talking about the government's putting together a, you know, national crypto or worldwide cryptocurrency or digital currency. He was talking about that five years ago. And he was talking about how Bitcoin was really controlled by certain people. And he was blasted for that. And that's come out as true. So many things he's come out with. He's also talked about how they wanted to control us, mind control us, and take our soul. And he got into all these weird things. And then all of a sudden, uh, COVID happened and all these, you know, all the ingredients and the shots. And I don't know if what he is saying they want to do is something they're going to be able to do. And neither does he, frankly. He admits to that. So... He's going to be talking about what their plans are and what they're trying to do. When it comes to currency, there's a lot of pushback and there's a lot of effort that needs to go into developing these worldwide systems. And government is notoriously bad at doing things. And so people are going to be pushing back. And so just because they want to do something doesn't mean they're going to do something. We got to remember that. And that they aren't all powerful. We have power too. It's it, They want us to think they are so that we sit back and let them do things. It doesn't work that way. And the banks don't want them putting out a central 
central bank worldwide digital currency because it's going to eliminate banks. So there's going to be so much pushback and they aren't as powerful as people like to give them. So we just have to remember that, that we have more power than we realize and we need to take control and take it back. So anyways, before we get into this, I want to remind you to please go to my website, sarahwestall.com and sign up for my newsletter. I have just published uh, Tom Rentz's video and report in collaboration with Make Americans Free Again. They came out with a report that is court ready to indict Fauci and it's getting a lot of traction. And on my site, I've had a lot of views on that. And I think you would be interested in that. Oh, and then last thing I want to say before I get into this is I'm going to post Kent Lewis's report that he did on the website as well. It'll be on the show page. I'll have a link to it. Be patient if it's not there right away. I'm going to try to get it there as soon as possible so that uh, you can follow along on the report as you're watching the show. Okay, let's get into this long two-parter. It's pretty long, but he goes into a lot of detail with Kent Lewis. Hi, Kent. Welcome back to the program. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you for having me back on your show. Really appreciate it. Well, I, you know, I had to have you on because, okay, we have this, you put out this report and it's very good. It's about the new worldwide financial system. And in it, you're talking about it going live in November. Biden put out a executive order about this new digital financial system. He didn't talk about when it's going to go live. It was just kind of a high level thing. But you found some evidence to show that it's going live in in November, which wouldn't surprise me that it's after the election because they they're kind of trying to try to keep everything stable right now until after the election and then i feel that after the election everything's going to go it's going to accelerate big time so your evidence here shows that that is correct can you talk about what this is and how did you learn that it's going to go live in november i the i so here, you, you know, I think, Sarah, you, for your audience and for everybody out there, this is something that everybody needs to pay attention to because they're implementing the new digital blockchain payment system. You know, I was on your show five years ago already for the first time. I know. It's just amazing. And I was talking about this five years ago. And if you remember, and I mean, there was, so with all due respect, everybody from Cliff High to to Big Swear, to uh, Jeff Berwick, publicly came out and said that I didn't know what I was talking about. And what they have done, same thing that I was talking about five years ago, is they created a brand new standards for the entire financial industry. And if you like, Sarah, I can do a screen share so the audience out there can follow along so that we can learn what they've done and how we can circumvent this so that we can continue to live free. Because if we don't, Sarah, this will, in fact, enslave every person on Earth. Well, and you, I got to tell you, I'm going to give you some slaps on the back here, is that you were right on so many things. And I wasn't able to accept some of the things that you were saying either, not with the financial stuff. I, I, what you said was making sense. But some of the other things that you were saying about how they were wanting to do some mind control manipulation, and it's like thing after thing is coming true. And I just, I can't even, 
believe some of the crap you said is coming true. And it is. And it, But we've all woken up. I've woken up even more in the last two years than I was, you know, before that. Because these people are actually doing what we've been saying that they're going to do. But beyond anything I could imagine, even at, at the time. And now we're dealing with it and we have to face reality. And are you going to put up this page five, the payments infrastructure, or are you going to do another one? Well, this is part one of my report. And everybody out there, I hope Sarah puts it up on our website, or you can go to my platform, uh, www.freedom.social, and I'll post that up at the top for everybody. Well, you can go either place. We'll have it on the show and on your platform. So okay. that'll be good. Um, I'm going to start doing a screen share right now, if that's okay with you. Perfect. And I'll I'll pull up the report. So everybody out there, um, it is kind of a lengthy, detailed report. And one thing that I do want to po point out before I get into the details is that I want to talk directly to the cryptocurrency audience in the blockchain audience, specifically the software developers. I've got a section in here that says that you guys were tricked into creating this entire blockchain CBDC financial system for the central banks, which, in fact, you were. But I'm not anti digital currency. What I point out within this report, the big thing that, that I want to talk to Sarah today about is solutions. And if we unite and we immediately implement these solutions, we can we can put this we can get rid of their system, at least for a good percentage of of, you know, the people on Earth. Well, and, and yeah, uh, I, so I do want I do want to talk to you a little bit too because you're talking about the Swift system, but one thing that's not in here is the BRICS system and what China and Russia are doing. Well, yeah, that's go ahead. The BRICS the BRICS system is one of the major talking points within this report, which I'll get to here in a minute. Okay, but but what I want to cover just real briefly is. What they did is they created a, a single standardization, an approach, methodology, and, and process. It's a repository to be used by all financial in, uh, initiatives worldwide. And this includes payments, securities, trade services, cards, and FX. And what's FX? In November, uh, currency. Um, and so. The next page is a screenshot off of the – so the new standard, the new protocol. So SWIFT is going bye-bye. And in November, we go live with a whole new worldwide payment infrastructure based on standards. And this is a screenshot that I took off of the ISO 20022 website, okay? And SWIFT goes live in November 2022, Okay. And what that, what basically, what does that allow them to do? Nobody's going to notice anything different initially. Well, it's going to allow them to go to a central bank digital currency. It's going to allow them to track 
every payment and every move that you make. There will be absolutely zero privacy. And as we get into this report, I'll show people exactly what they have planned. Um, so the SWIFT system is, is totally in on it. They play a big role in the conversion um, from the SWIFT system over to ISO 20022. And so if it's okay with everybody out there, instead of saying ISO 2022, I'm just going to say ISO. That sounds good to me. And, and so, it makes sense. Yep. Okay. So, so the SWIFT system plays a big part in this. And well, the SWIFT system's going away, right? right? So it's it's the the current it people is. on the SWIFT system play a big part. They're all going to be migrated off the SWIFT to this. All financial institutions worldwide must be integrated with ISO by November. And oh. we're talking we're talking exactly a month and a half away. Okay, so I want to understand from now. If you're saying worldwide is this the BRICS too? I mean is it are you saying it's everyone? I'll get into that here in a minute. Okay. I'll get into BRICS here in a minute if that's okay. Yep, that's fine. So so I get into uh Biden's executive order and as I was so so now I'm gonna start getting into the conspiracy side of things, but that's what I do. So everybody can call me crazy and tell me I don't know what I'm talking about because I'm going out on a huge limb here because I'm connecting the dots. And when I connect the dots, what what I'm saying here on this particular page is this directs all federal agencies to make recommendations for a new, for, for a hypothetical, quote unquote, hypothetical CBDC. And what they did is they directed MIT and the Boston Federal Reserve to come out with recommendations with actual physical models called Project Hamilton and to make recommendations for a new central bank digital currency or CBDC. Now, they released two models earlier this year and nowhere did I found even mentioned once ISO 20022, which is the new worldwide international financial system standards protocol. They didn't even mention it once. And what they did say was one of the models was blockchain-based, or DLT, digital ledger technology, which was not, quote-unquote, not a good fit. And then the other one was totally centralized, but it, but it had a lot of security issues, is, is all it really said. Because so, I went through it in depth. So what is your big leap and conspiracy theory? Because I don't... After reading through this, well, it doesn't seem too this. big of a leap in a conspiracy theory. But what is? Well, go ahead. Let me get it. So then I started. I started digging some more, and I found something called FedNow. FedNow launches in May, between May and July of 2023. And what they're marketing FedNow as is for 24/7 instant payments for domestic business. So 
for domestic use. Yep. But it is integrated with ISO 2022. Okay. Now, when you look at Biden's executive order, on there was all kinds of different timelines, and 180 days from there, six months was was uh, September 9th last week. It was a week ago today. And I really haven't seen anything on the recommendations. So what it called for was recommendations to the president of how we go about creating a hypothetical CBDC. Okay. Now, so after I went through this, because I'm about ready to get into the nitty gritty, I found a company called the Depository Trust and Clearing Corporation. Mm. And then I, I was, I, lo and behold, that same evening, I watched a video by Lynette Zhang at ITM Trading. And so I was digging into this particular research, and I give uh, old Lynette and ITM credit down here for this particular image. And in 2021, DTCC subsidiaries process securities and transactions valued at nearly U.S. 2.4 quadrillion. <laughs> 2.4 okay. quadrillion. Now listen, its depository provides, now listen to the key words, provides custody and asset servicing, custody and asset servicing for securities issued from 177 countries and territories valued at 87.1 trillion. So, question for anybody out there, let's play Jeopardy. Who is the De Depository Trust and Clearing Corporation? Yeah, no kidding. They're the shareholders of the central banks in 177 countries. They're the enchilada. They're the people that are controlling... The ding, trust and everything ding, that's ding. happening on, on earth right now. They are the shareholders of the central banks. Yep. Okay. And do we know who, and, it's so uh, hard to figure out, who owns the DTCC? Is it the group of families? Is it the committee of 300 families? Who are these people? You know, I haven't researched that. I would probably make a phone call right now and call my friend Gio Griffin and ask him to answer that. <laughs> yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah, but these are the people. And I think we have a good idea. You know, it's the it's the wealthy families that don't show up in Forbes. It, it's the thirteen families it's the and, and beyond mafia. there. It's the mafia. Yes, it's the Kazarian mafia. Okay, it's the Kazarian mafia, which you've done. Yes. Yep. Now, this gets now. This is about ready to get more interesting. Okay. Now, who is the Digital Dollar Project? Well, they assigned MIT and the Boston Fed to come up with the two models. Okay? But yet we've got the shareholders of every central bank in the world that run the world. In, in my world, my research, governments, presidents, they do not run countries. Central bank central banks run the entire world that is a fact yeah now you've got you've got the D depository trust and clearing corporation partnering with the digital dollar project 
Well, who is the digital dollar project? Okay. Well, now let's connect the dots. Who is DTCC? The shareholders for the world's central banks. Who is the digital project? Who is the digital dollar project? Contractors for the shareholders of the world's central banks to develop the lithium project, a digital ledger technology or blockchain CBDC for the U.S. digital currency. Okay, so this is the crux of this, okay? Now, notice I wrote for the U.S. digital currency, and I did not put the word dollar in there. It's very important that people understand this. But wait a minute. Okay? It's also the U.S. Because digital currency, not the worldwide digital currency, or will that... Um, I'll get into that. Okay. I'll get into that in a minute. It gets deeper. Okay. Now, Biden's uh, executive order on the CBDC both sets the timeline and sets the course of action for regulatory agencies to create legislation for a digital currency. Okay. Keep that in mind. It sets the course of action for regulatory agencies to create legislation. Okay. Project Hamilton is a distraction. Look here. Don't look at DTC or Digital Dollar Project. Project Hamilton's two pilots they released are not integrated with ISO. And ISO is not even mentioned. MIT and DLT said that uh, uh, MIT said Digital Ledger Technology or blockchain was not a good match, quote unquote. But yet, the shareholders of the world's central banks are creating a DLT blockchain CBDC for the U.S. digital currency. Yeah, I don't think okay. this is conspiracy theory. This makes the most sense because you're talking about the shareholders of the central banks, the ones with the most money, and their projects to do this. This is what's happening. Well, it's misdirection. No, I'm saying it's that... It's the shell game. Yeah, well, the Project Hamilton looks like it is, but the DTCC and the Project Lithium does not. Okay, so f closing out the connecting of the dots, FedNow is integrated with ISO. DTCC Lith uh, Project Lithium will support the clearing and settlement, quote-unquote, of the FedNow U.S. digital currency... DLT platform and the U.S. for the U.S. market infrastructure, making the U.S. digital currency a CBDC. And I'll get into that a little bit more in a minute or two, okay? Because it's important that people understand that, okay, here, let me explain this to everybody. Okay, let me go back up, okay? Get this. FedNow is being marketed as a 24-7 instant payments for domestic use only. And it's integrated with the new ISO international payment standard. Why is it just being marketed for domestic when it's integrated? Now, I understand you got to be integrated with the standard, but it's international. Why is it only being marketed for, for domestic? Well, okay. and that's, that's why my question. Yeah, and that's why my questions of how the BRICS nations come into this and how the transferring of the U.S. dollar to a digital dollar and then morphing that to a worldwide digital currency. I'm assuming that's what they're going to do. But go ahead. You're you're spot on. Let me. OK, so now I've, I've just got a page of what this actually means to you. 
the listener out there. You know, what does this mean to you? In two words, modern slavery. It means, Sarah, do you want me to go through all these digital, these bullet points real quick? Or Yeah, no, I don't think people understand. Just, go through some of the big ones. I don't think people quite understand what yeah, modern slavery so, really means. Okay, so government and financial institutions will have the ability to shut off your digital currency. They can just shut it off. They have the ability to freeze accounts if you speak out against their agenda. Now, and wait a minute. This is what they're doing this in China already. So we have... They did it in Canada already. Yeah, well, they did it in Canada with the truckers. But they're doing this. Yeah, it's just incredible. Okay, keep going. So you got zero privacy. All transactions are tracked and recorded forever. Geographic spending limits. That means if they don't want you to go five miles from your home... Oh God! If you go six miles, you cannot you cannot use your debit card. Okay, we have another pandemic. You can't go five miles past your your whatever. Okay, keep going. Exactly. It means restrictions on limits and what you can what can be purchased. You so, cannot buy a shirt for know, more than five dollars. Or if if they consider somebody obese, you cannot buy a candy bar. Oh, that even makes more sense. Yeah. Um, so, so, but it really gets into carbon credits, which I'm about ready to get into a minute because MasterCard already came out, which I, which I'll get into, um, and Visa here, uh, did in too. a second. Visa came out re- recently okay, too. So we talked about, go ahead. Let, let me go through a little, a couple more bullet points and then I'll get into WF in uh, Rabobank. Okay. So. So it means restrictions and limits on savings. They don't want you to have any savings. It means expiration expiration dates on the currency. So you have to spend it. So, I mean, let's say you want to buy a car. You, you have no. to buy one now and pay it off. Or they own everything and you're just paying putting, monthly fees. Go ahead. They're putting modern transportation out of business. They want us to go back to the Middle Ages. Do they want to have, uh, you know, subway systems and things? Or do they want us to just be in our yes. homes? Yeah, they want, yeah, we can get into that at the end of the conversation because people need to understand what, you know, they're about ready to be forcibly subjected to. Um, so it would limit the amount of a CBDC a u- end user could hold. Uh, digital assets must mitigate climate change and pollution and promote financial inclusion and equity, quote unquote. It means negative interest rates. So in our prior conversations that you and I have had, I talked about every country in Europe being in, including Japan, in negative interest rates for a couple years now. Okay. Um, It means real time monetary uh, policy effects on inflation. Automatic tax collection, automatic collection of government fines, tickets, child support, student loans, etc. That means a direct account with the Federal Reserve or Central Bank. And that's a big thing. You'll be going directly to the Central Bank. There won't be, they'll be putting banks out of business. Regular banks yes. will be put yes. out of business overnight. Yes. Yeah. Yep. It means and, and the, the, there's a letter. Hold on. There's a letter that the bankers 
uh, the whole banking industry put to the government and said, "Hey, wait yes. a minute! These are, this is going to yes. this is going to get rid of our whole industry, and it's going to cause all these other negative effects because of that." And all because they yes. do so much development in the local communities and all these things. This if if this central bank, all the development in your local communities, <laughs> don't plan on that existing anymore. You know. It means carbon credits for travel will be tracked and con controlled by something called Rabobank, or at least the model that the World Economic Forum and Rabobank, which I've got links to everything in the, within this report. You know, everything that I'm talking about has links. So if anybody wants to go and verify anything that I say, you know, get a copy of the report, go check it out. Um, you know, what this means is you will make payments with your device or a chip in your hand, or ID 2020, and the COVID jabbed will be able to pay with their body, which that this is part one of this report. Part two of this report is called New Worldwide Financial System and Transhuman Payments, which we can get into at the end of this, Well, our, our discussion. I did a show about five years ago with someone from the Native American community, and they were doing chips for payments with them a couple decades ago and they were working on it. And basically when you, you go to the doctor or whatever, they would just automatically take it out of the chip that was inserted in your body. And, uh, that, that was very scary. That was we a different... Well, it might've been that a diversion a... of how they were going to do it, but it's the same concept. Yeah. It's the because same concept. Because they're going to be able to verify, they're going to be able to verify vaccination status and which uh, we can get into here in a few minutes. Um, and the other thing is, yeah, that's terrible. Because for people like me and you who have not been jabbed and we won't be jabbed and we won't be jabbed unless we are held down under, you know, by five thugs who no, I can't move. I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. It's it, It'll be the bad. So I won't be able to buy things. I won't be able to do stuff. That will be very interesting. Yeah, you will. At the end of this report, I'll show you how we all do it. That, But that, but that's what yeah. I'm saying. We will have, all of us who are not jabbed will be the parallel society. Yes. Now, this does sound conspiratorial. No, it's, but it's fact. I think There's it's There's no true. conspiratorial. I know. It's crazy it, it, fact. It, it, it's crazy there will fact, come a but point it's fact. Within the next year where there will be a total separate society, those who participate in the enslavement system and those who go, no, no, we'll find our own way to, to, to live free. Yeah, we can't, and, we uh, won't do this. But and did you, I just put out a report. I mean, if their way of doing it is getting the jab, I just put out a report that, that the transplants, this is corneal transplants, but the people who have been jabbed and in the studies, there's new studies coming out that every single one of them, rejected their transplant within um, within six weeks of getting jabbed and even people who've had a transplant 20 years ago. I mean, this is bad. They, these things are going to, so I, I don't know how they're going to, who's going to be left. This will be very interesting. I mean, not just interesting. It'll be, I don't even know if I have a word for it. You know, I'm not sure if you've ever had Karen Kingston on your show. You know, you know who would be just be an amazing guest, and I would love to have a uh, intellectual conversation with her. 
is Karen Kingston. And she was on. Uh, yeah, I know who she is. Uh, Stu Peters the other day, regardless. And, and, you know, she was talking about, you know, Biden's executive order in which he just signed to. He basically, with an executive order, made it legal to implement transhuman transhumanism yes, on I just covered all that life too. on Earth. And I, I, I posted an article about it. It's um, Now, would you look at what's happened to the people in China, when you look at what's going on with them, the way that they have been subjected to all of this? They're spinning it to be biomedical, biomanufacturing. Sure. Um, growing organs. I mean, there's some benefits I talked about. There's some benefits to some of this too, like growing organs that's based on your own body so we can get rid of the black market for organ trafficking. Wow. Wouldn't that be a great thing? But that's not, there's always all these other agendas with all the good stuff. Sure. And and not that they would ever get rid of the black market. I'm just saying they could they if we actually could. allowed human beings yeah. to flourish. Yes. Yes, yeah. they could. Okay. Well, I think this is a good overall for modern slavery. Yes. Yeah, so I've got an entire section here of what they do. So in China, they've got a social credit score. And it's it's very similar in a basic description to what our FICO score is. It goes from like 700 if you're like a good slave and all the way down to like 400, if you're a dissident and if you're a dissident, you know, you can't live where you want to live and uh, you can't uh, get on public transportation. But the biggest thing is, is uh, total loss of uh, economic participation and denial of use of the Chinese CBDC. You, you just can't even have a, a digital dollar wallet. They've already been doing this, which is just so this we know that um, tyrannical regimes, authoritarian regimes will do this. And this is where they're going towards. And these people who are running things, they admire how China is setting their stuff up. But China, you know, there's a whole Absolutely. thought. There's a whole chain of thought that China and Russia, that they don't want to be part of this system and they want to have their own system and, and keep their sovereignty and no. um, you're saying, no. that's why I want to understand no. how the bricks come into and this. I, which I'm going to get into, I'm going to get into in a second. Um, but uh, I get into uh, what is a, so they're already doing these environmental and social credit scores for businesses through the banking system within you, the United mm -hmm. States. But. I provide some excerpts from some different articles. Very excellent. How they're already doing this to, to individuals. Yep. And um, like a good example of what they did to the people up in Canada during the trucker, the, the truckers uh, protest. So, yep, they are. And then I'm just going to kind of go through these different pages real quick. Sarah, okay. just let me yeah. get down to the nitty gritty. Cause you want to get to the bricks and I'm going to get you there. Um, so I get into how MasterCard and Visa are into the CBDCs. They're fully integrated with ISO. And uh, so everything, everybody always thinks that you're going to pay directly with crypto. No, that never was the plan. It was for, for 
for for for anarchists and and people that want a different way of life, uh, freedom based people, um, that you might pay directly somebody with the cryptocurrency, but that's never the way that the central banks, other than the CBDC, and using Visa, Mastercard, and maybe maybe like an e SDR, which they could come out in the future. Well, but okay, so of course they these governments aren't going to support. Um, the cryptocurrencies, they will support Bitcoin because they're behind Bitcoin, right? No. What will... Okay. Well, let me... Let me Go ahead. Let me intercede. Okay. Go so there, there are... Within my report, I include seven decentralized cryptocurrencies that have been approved to integrate with ISO. Okay. And... Which ones are they? On screen right now, I'm providing uh, Stellar, Hashgraph, IOTA, Zinfin, Ripple, Algorand, and Quant. Hmm. And then they will support everything from like the USDC, which is US dollar coin. Yep. And some other stable coins that I mentioned in, uh, down in this section. They said, we think that stable coins and CBDCs will coexist in the future. And there will be a number of different approaches to create products based on that. Okay, yeah, because I think so. I, I, they don't want to totally get rid of this stuff because a lot of these blockchain cryptocurrencies are actually based on products that are pretty darn good. And so they don't, it's, it's another way of the stock. It's a stock, essentially. Basically, essentially, sure. It could be considered, yeah. you know, like the FX market even. Yeah, it's it's an it's an alternative way um, to look at that. But I get into universal basic income. Okay, that's and I make issue. a bold prediction, and I said, uh, yeah. while UBI has not officially been announced yet, I'll make a prediction. After US CBDC is launched, and by 2025, UBI will take the place of Social Security, Medicare, and government programs, and will be paid out via CBDC, all based on a social credit score. Well, but they're going to pay people at, at a subsistent level. I mean, barely surviving. I mean, this yeah. is this is where it comes to sure. slavery. It's terrible. I mean, unless uh, it's, uh, I don't, you know, what else I heard is that half the states now are, have passed legislation that whatever the energy requirements in, that California put, you know, pass, all the other states have to follow suit. This is probably the Democrat states. And they're rolling it out uh, slower. They're not going to do it all at once so to make it look organic. Well, That's a big deal. I mean, this is like California taking over half the country. As California goes, so does uh, the rest of the uh, country. So all they're doing is implementing UN Agenda 21. Yeah. That simple. Yep. Um, I get into the BRICS nations. Yeah, let's go talk ahead, about Sarah. the BRICS. No, let's talk about the BRICS. You got it up on screen, and I've been wanting... To know well, how this fits in. Where is it in your report? What page is it? Um, it is page 17. And so about two months ago, President Putin announced the new BRICS reserve currency. Okay. Now, backed by gold. Out there, backed by gold, though, and backed by backed commodities. By yeah. It's different. But backed by commodities, backed by gold. Now, if you look at Russia and China, they have bought up 
just an enormous, just a large amount of gold and in silver. the last couple years, and silver. And we, hey, yeah. but this is where I tell, I say, and I said this in a, just a show recently. We allowed them to buy this much gold and silver on the marketplace without there was this big others group. We wouldn't allow somebody to corner the market like that because it's not not just we, but the world wouldn't allow that unless they were behind it, unless it was some major power behind it. Okay, now now let's connect the dots through my report so far. Who's behind the new U.S. digital currency? The central banks of the world, the shareholders of the central banks, right? Yep. Now, okay, now watch this. Now, I could, I'm going to get into some other details. Now, I wrote a report. Well, okay, so since January 2020, that's a typo, that should say 2020, 80% of all U.S. dollars in existence have been printed. In the last two and a half years, let me repeat that, 80%. And that doesn't mean paper money. That means quantitative easing. Where they have, that's why we have inflation right now. For your audience, I know you know this. Okay. Now. Well, that's why everything's collapsing. Yes. Okay. Now I get into Fred. Okay. And I, I, if you, anybody out there that can see my screen... Here we were right here in about 2020, and just boom, 80% of all U.S. dollars in existence have been printed, okay? However, how that's not even the worst of it. However, can we even trust these numbers? No, because can't. I go into great detail on Catherine Austin Fitz research to where as Catherine Austin Fitz and Professor Mark Skidmore of Michigan State University found 21 trillion missing. Then this other gentleman, Anthony Capasio, found an additional 94.7 trillion missing. Okay. Yeah, yeah now, that's why you can't trust their numbers. That's just that's right. Okay. Okay. Now, this is from Catherine Austin Fitz website, Solari. Uh, dot com. And I went into detail on what's called SEC Rule 10B-5. Let me repeat that for everybody. SEC Rule 10B-5. And what this means is due to various national security reporting exemptions, including federal entity national security exemptions that allow the Federal Reserve to have two sets of books. So if they deem, well, uh, you know, we want to take, we want to steal 50 trillion from here. Well, we don't have to report it. That's so, ridiculous. So in other words, that makes so, sense. So in other words, this about 114 trillion that we didn't even know is, is if, if it's the correct number, that's not even included within this chart okay so if there's a black book then we don't even the the, the hundred and whatever they found trillion could be just the tip of the iceberg thank you my point okay yes now the, now i go into i go into a report that i wrote in 2019 called 
world financial system intentionally engineered to collapse in favor of one world government within a cashless society. You and I had a discussion about this back three years ago. Okay. Yep. And I went into all the different amounts of quantitative easing that they were doing from 2008-9 up to 2019. And within this particular page, I cover what they what they did in 2020, 2021, 2022. And what I'm saying here is they are obviously intentionally collapsing the entire world economy, destroying the entire world financial system intentionally in order to implement this new ISO 20022 central bank digital currency system that I discovered five years ago. I don't know why they have to totally dismantle everything and crash it to bring up something new because I, I, go ahead be, because it's it's about transhumanism it's about depopulation and transhumanism okay that that's another agenda that's my point you can you can transition to a new system without killing half the people and doing everything else they're doing it's because they have multiple agendas that they use at the same time yes now i still don't understand the brick system why you think that's part well, of this and why it's not how we know that that I'm not sure if I've come I'm going to get in. Maybe you can give me some more details to prove it to me because I'm not sure yet. Okay. I still have this question out there and maybe that's on purpose. Okay. Go ahead. But see, I'm, I'm still connecting the dots. So let me okay. connect some more dots. So now we've got BlackRock and Vanguard. They're the central banks holding companies. Between them, they manage about $20 trillion in assets, okay? And they have invested trillions, trillions, capital trillions into blockchain companies. Com I, don't, I want to cover this in my second report, so I don't want to get in too deep into it right now. But I have a, a list here, two full pages. You know, Alphabet, Google invested... 1.5 trillion just last year. We well, said 1.5 billion, but is that supposed to be a trillion? 1.5. No, you're throwing trillions and billions. Of... Million. Okay. That's billion, right? <laughs> Which is. No, I think that's trillion. You put billion up it's, above. It's one. <laughs> This is such big it's, numbers. We're like, wait a minute, because up above in the page, the, sec, the page, page twenty one, you have Apple or you have Alphabet, Google invested one point five six billion. I'm sitting here and I'm 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 rewriting, mispronouncing. I have a typo. It's billion, okay. not trillion. Okay, the typo is is so the trillion. Okay, there, that's mistake, that's fair. I just had to. I read it, well, you start yeah, to get to some of these numbers, and you're like, "My God, I didn't think Google had that much money to invest directly." They would through yeah. their through the central banks, but not through themselves. Sure, but when you look at Google or Alphabet, they put in 1.5 billion. BlackRock put in uh, 1.17 billion. Then you get into Morgan Stanley. You get into Morgan Stanley, Samsung, but I'm just proving a point here. PayPal, you know, uh, Citibank, Wells Fargo, Chase, Microsoft, you know, 
Wells, uh, uh, American Express. You know, they're all putting billions upon no, billions. Huge monies. This is huge. Yes. This is the future is the way they see it. That and meta. That and the, the metaverse. Okay, so let me give everybody out there a huge, huge red pill. And now I'm going to connect some more dots. <laughs> 